Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new Pennywise podcast. I'm Terry Barr, your host from Lee Enterprises. Once again, so happy to have you here with us. I'm going to ask you, um, have you seen the headlines? It's been a little crazy. It's been all over the news. We've probably been tracking it. You've probably also felt it if you've gone to the gas pump. Yeah, the gas prices have been up and down and up and down recently, more up than down. But we're going to find out if there's anything we can actually do to try to help ourselves through this time. Our friend Sarah Rathner, she is a personal finance expert with NerdWallet, is here. Thanks, Sarah, for joining us again. Thank you, Terry. This is really quite um, the thing. I know some people put off spring travels because of the gas prices. Other people are just saying, forget it. I want to travel because I can again, so I'm going to. But, you know, we can't control any of this. There are a couple of things that we can do. But first of all, why is this happening? And are, are we kind of in this for the long haul? Well, I don't have a crystal ball, but uh, gas prices are definitely affected by things going on around the world. It's been a crazy two years with COVID and everything, and, and obviously with the situation going on in Ukraine. And so it's kind of the, you know, the, the butterfly flaps its wings across the world and we get a storm kind of situation. So we are unfortunately all at the mercy of this. So really the best route to take is to find ways to save money on gas if you're going to be buying it anyway. Okay, before we get to that, let's talk about what the price is at the present moment. Do you yeah. have an idea of the national average price right now? I know it's different everywhere, but what's the national average? So according to AAA, it's yeah. just, it's about $4.09, almost four ten. Okay. But obviously that depends on which state you're in, in the Midwest, in the South, it tends to be a little bit less expensive. So in Texas, you're looking at three seventy dollars a gallon on the West Coast and, you know, in California, you're looking at almost 575 a gallon on average. So it really varies. So if you're, if you're taking a spring break road trip, that's going to take you through several States, you might see a wide variety of gas prices on the way. Okay. Just be prepared, I guess. Uh, put some extra dollars in uh, that middle armrest to pay for yeah, some of your- you know, you know, Honestly, add it into your travel budget if you're taking a road trip or if you're flying, but then you're renting a car, you're still mm. going to have to pay for gas. Wow. Okay. Things to think about there. So let's move on to strategy. Now, who would ever think we'd be talking about strategy when we're talking about gas? But mm -hmm. is there something around buying and um, actually the way you drive? Let's, let's start with that whole idea of buying the gas. What do you suggest? Well, first thing to do is shop around. You can use a, a map app like Google Maps or Waze. They'll tell you can search for gas stations along your route and see pricing. So maybe the gas station you happen to be driving by right now is a certain price, but then there's a gas station two miles up the road that's less expensive. And if you're not running on empty, you have the ability to wait a little bit longer and go to that further gas station that's still on your route and save a few cents off per gallon. So look around first. You can also use an ad gas buddy to compare pricing in your area. Oh, yeah. So if you have the ability to choose, uh, and you're not faced with the only gas station for miles, then shop around and see if you can get a better price. Okay. Uh, what about the idea of, um, you know, fuel awards? I know that you can get these maybe with like some grocery, um, you know, reward cards. Do these actually benefit you? Yeah, some grocery loyalty programs and also some fuel company loyalty programs for different brands. Uh, that can help you shave a few cents off per gallon or uh, in some, you know, in cases with the grocery store or loyalty programs, you can earn points that you can later apply toward fuel purchases. 
So you get a discount on, on a purchase. These are all worthwhile to join because they're free to join and they're pretty low effort. And then you end up saving money in the end. So there's really no cost to you. You might as well just do it. Yeah. Especially I like now. the low effort. That part yes. makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. This is a low effort way to hopefully yeah. save money. Uh, on future purchases. Yeah. Now, one other thing I've heard suggested is to try to buy regular gas because of course that's always the lower price. Do you think you can get away with that for a while, even if you have one of those cars that says, ooh, I need premium gas? So you want to consult the owner's manual of your car and buy the minimum grade of gas your car requires. Okay. Some people will buy premium because they think it's better for their engine, but it's not necessarily required by the kind of car they have. So just mm -hmm. go with the manual and you could probably save money there. Okay. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, how about, I always have to, I have to laugh when I, when I discuss this, driving skills. I guess we would think some of these ideas would help you save on your gasoline, but um, how do our driving skills factor into what we end up paying for gas? So aggressive driving is oh bad boy. for many reasons. Yes. Um, I feel like I don't have to, <laughs> to go into how unsafe it is to uh, accelerate fast and brake really hard. It also affects your fuel efficiency. Aggressive driving makes your car less fuel efficient. So if you're not motivated by the safety angle, and I hope you are, at least be motivated by the financial angle. It's costing you more money to drive like a jerk. <laughs> so don't. <laughs> I'm going to stand by that statement. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then if you go with this, um, what about cruise control? Then at least you're at one speed pretty consistently. Yeah. You know, it makes it easier to maintain the speed limit which is safer yes. and also can help your fuel efficiency. And another thing to keep in mind is just, you know, car maintenance in general, making sure that you keep your car, you know, in good working condition. And one of those things that includes is making sure your tires are inflated to the correct pressure. And if you have an old car like mine, your tire pressure sensor might not work anymore. So you kind of have to eyeball it and, and see if it's time to top off your tires. One thing I like to carry in my car is a portable air compressor. Uh, that way I don't have to look for a gas station when I need to fill my tires. I don't have to pay for air because some gas stations charge for that. Yes. And I can fill up my gas tank wherever I go because you plug it into your car's power outlet and turn the engine on and you can fill up your tires and it takes five minutes. So you can find them anywhere from maybe $25 to over $100. Hmm. Uh, but it's really a, a great safety tool to have in your car. Yes. 25 bucks for one of those. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, just have it along with you. Um, and, you know, of course, not the aggressive driving as we talked about, but just, I guess, consider just being a smoother driver overall. Yes. Now's a good time to practice that smooth, safe driving. Yes, your passengers will thank you. Yes, <laughs> very good. That stop and go driving is not great if you get motion sickness. So oh keep it smooth. You mm -hmm. will have happier passengers and you will spend less on gas overall. I love it. How about changing up your route? And I guess in this case, are we talking maybe about shorter drives, not maybe traveling a long distance? Yeah, there is a feature. I know Google Maps will potentially show you of the most eco-friendly route. So even if it's a route that you're familiar with yeah. and you think you know the way, um, you might want to check a map anyway to see if even you know going a few blocks in another direction would make a difference. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, it, does it help also to know I'm going to sit in traffic for 20 minutes here compared to just still, even if I'm going a little longer way, at least I'm moving. I'm not just yeah. sitting there wasting gas. Yeah, you can do that. You know, if there's a, a way that is 
higher traffic, or if you're, you know, you're going through holiday travel and, and there's some sort of slowdown on the road, look for alternate options that allow you to keep moving. Anything else to consider, whether we're talking about right now with what we're dealing with or even kind of looking into the future? Well, you also, when you're buying gas, uh, another thing you can do that's a low effort way to save money is to use a cashback credit card. Yeah. So, and you can stack that on top of the savings you might get by joining a loyalty program and it's possible to earn 2% cash back or more. So you don't have to clip any coupons. All you have to do is pay with a certain credit card. But at the other end, uh, some gas stations will give you a discount for paying cash. So it depends on what kind of discount you get. You might want to pay cash or with a debit card instead. So, I mean, really just point being, you just want to be a little bit more thoughtful in how you pay for the gas. What happens when we start talking about um, some of the other things? And I know you and I have discussed so many different things related to personal finance, including if you can actually walk somewhere or bike somewhere, and that just saves you money. But does that apply in this case? Because not everywhere is that friendly to walkers or bikers. Yeah, unfortunately, um, at least in a lot of the U.S., um, it's not a super walkable country. Uh, some cities are, of course, and some even some suburbs of cities are. Uh, but living in a walkable area in this country is a privilege. It tends to cost more money. So if you are in an area, if you either live or work in an area where there is stuff to walk to, you can you know, group your errands to things you could do on foot. Maybe you live in a driving only area, but you work downtown and there are some shops around there. So maybe at the end of your workday, run a couple quick errands on foot and then hop in your car and go home and really just challenge yourself. You know, if I wanted to go get a cup of coffee or run to the drugstore to fill a prescription, can I actually do that on foot? You know, is it, oh, it's only half a mile away and there are sidewalks the whole way. Maybe I'm going to try walking. And that opens up your world to running fewer errands by car. Mm -hmm. But if you do need to drive, uh, try to group your errands in such a way that you can do everything in one store, maybe fill your prescriptions at the grocery store. So you do them while you're shopping, your car is parked in the meantime, instead of hopping from store to store, you know, sometimes we drive from store to store to get the best prices on different things, but you end up, whatever savings you get, you end up spending on gas. So maybe it's better just to drop, you know, buy everything in one place. I've learned from you. I I have started to stack if I do have to run errands and I try to even figure out the root of those errands. So I know I'm going here, 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 and I'm done. I'm all done for hopefully a week, if not two weeks. And I know it does take a little extra time to think about it because we're all so quick in what we do. And that includes stopping to get gas. Sometimes you just don't even think about it until you actually get the bill and look at it. So I guess bottom line for all of this, we've covered a lot in a, in a pretty quick time here. What should people just think about as we go through this together? It's really, like you said, it's just about being a little bit more thoughtful yeah. in how we spend because unfortunately gas prices are so high and transportation is a necessity. So this isn't the kind of thing you could just cut out of your budget. Uh, it's not like well, I'm, I guess I'm just not going to like go out as often as I did before. I, I'm not going to buy concert tickets. I'm not going to go out to eat. Those are more immediate ways to cut money out of your budget, but it's a lot harder to say, well, I'm just going to drive less because you need your car to get to work. You need your car to, to drop your kids off at school and pick them up at the end of the day are things that we all need our cars for. And so uh, it's about really strategizing uh, those purchases and taking good care of your car, driving safely, and just being as efficient as you can when you're going about your daily business. That's excellent. 
good note to end on. And hopefully if people, you know, kind of go through these steps and you save a couple of bucks along the way, in the end, it could be a lot more than just a couple of bucks. So um, Sarah, thank you for all of these tips and ideas. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me back. Oh my gosh. Great to have you. Sarah Rathner, personal finance expert with NerdWallet. And I'm Terry Barr. Of course, we have a new episode for you every single week. Look for it on Thursdays, wherever you enjoy your podcasts. We'll see you next time.